When we focus on what we want rather than what we don't want, we're putting our energy towards our standards, towards the things we want to create in the world and the kind of life we want to live. And we're minimizing the amount of energy we put towards things that we don't want. The more you think about something, the more energy you put into it. And if you keep putting energy into things you don't want, you're going to be wallowing in a bunch of shit that you don't want. Hi, I'm Barb Nangle. I want to welcome you to my podcast, Fragmented to Whole, Life Lessons from 12-Step Recovery, where I help people heal their emotional, psychological, and spiritual wounds and make deep, lasting changes in their lives. I'm the founder and CEO of Higher Power Coaching and Consulting. I'm a boundaries coach who specializes in helping women who are focused on what others are thinking and doing and neglect themselves in the process. And I have coached hundreds of people on how to build healthy boundaries using my exclusive build framework. On this podcast, I share my experience, strength, and hope from recovery. I don't support or endorse any particular 12-step recovery fellowship, and I don't claim to speak for any particular 12-step fellowship. I also don't believe that 12-step recovery is the only way to recover. You might need additional help. I'm an avid beachcomber who collects sea glass, shells, wood, and stones. I am a formerly closeted fan of the Hallmark Channel, especially the Christmas movies. Hello, Christmas in July. I wear fingerless gloves from September to June because my hands are always cold, so I have about 15 pairs. And I get a huge kick out of counting how many days, weeks, and months there are until my birthday or Christmas at completely random times of the year. My hope is that you'll find my words concretely helpful in improving your life, whether you're in recovery or not. If you like what you've heard on this episode, please screenshot it and share it on your social media and tag me at Higher Power Coaching. This is episode 228. Master your focus by shifting to focus on what you want, not what you don't. If you want to go from being a reactor to an actor in your life, or you might say acting on life rather than reacting to it, then focus on what you want and not so much on what you don't want. I call this living on purpose, and it's part of what I teach my boundaries coaching clients. People with healthy boundaries live on purpose. They make decisions about how they want to live their life. That is, they develop standards for their life, which is how I define boundaries, and then they live that way. And part of living that way is telling other people, this is the way I live. What you're telling others is that this is about me, not about you. In other words, boundaries are for me, not you. It's how I want to live my life, and you get to live your life however you want. Hopefully, we can find ways that work for both of us that allow us to meet both of our standards. When we focus on what we want rather than what we don't want, we're putting our energy towards our standards, towards the things we want to create in the world and the kind of life we want to live. And we're minimizing the amount of energy we put towards things that we don't want. The more you think about something, the more energy you put into it. And if you keep putting energy into things you don't want, you're going to be wallowing in a bunch of shit that you don't want. For example, let's say you're single and you want to be in a healthy romantic relationship. 
Start thinking about how you want to feel when you're in a healthy relationship. What are the qualities people have that are likely to make you feel that way? If you want to feel respected and cherished, for example, then perhaps you'd want someone who's respectful, loving, and thoughtful. Then maybe figure out what are situations that you've been in that you've had that feeling that you're looking for. Who were the people involved that made you feel that way and what were the qualities they had? Another thing you could do is start paying attention to the people in your life who have healthy relationships and perhaps ask them, what did they do to get and maintain their relationship? I just had an outreach call yesterday with a very young woman from recovery, and we were talking about relationships, and I told her that the two things off the top of my head that I think are imperative for having a healthy relationship is one, having healthy boundaries. In other words, having standards for your life and upholding them and requiring your partner to uphold them. That means you have to tell the truth to the people you're dating about what's okay and what's not okay with you. And the second thing is that as soon as something bothers you or as soon as there's a conflict in your relationship, you need to tell your partner immediately rather than wait. It does not get easier when you wait to tell somebody, this isn't working for me or please don't do that. It actually gets harder. What I used to do before recovery is I would never say anything when my partners did something that bothered me. And then, of course, I would build up all kinds of resentment against them. And I would carry that resentment around. Let's say my partner was doing something I didn't like. And if I didn't say anything about it, every time he did that thing, I would build up more and more resentment. And I would carry that with me as if he should know. And it would be like I was putting a brick between us that eventually became a wall between me and my partner because, let's face it, it wasn't that one thing. It was many things, so there were lots of bricks. Meanwhile, I would hold him responsible for something I didn't even tell him about. And eventually, one day, I would fucking explode. And by then, I'd built up so much resentment, it would be hard to overcome that. Well, the healthy thing to do is the first time something happens, you bring it up immediately. And if they don't do something about it, then you make your request again. And it might be necessary to do that a couple of times. And if that doesn't work, then you have a conversation with them about it. And if they're not willing to change, then you decide, is this something that I'm going to learn to accept? Or is this something that's a deal breaker? Or is there something about me that I can change, like my mindset? Maybe it's worth getting rid of that love interest if it's not something that you can tolerate. Or maybe it's an indication that they just don't give a shit about you because they're not willing to budge on it. And so you want to get rid of them. Like only you can decide. And it takes time. So you can watch for patterns of their behavior. Here's another example. Let's say that you hate your job. What can you do instead of focusing all your energy complaining about your job and everything that's wrong with it? Start by focusing on any aspects of your job that you do like. Maybe it's your colleagues or the fact that it's only 10 minutes from home or you have really good benefits. 
Just that alone, just shifting your focus away from the negative shit and putting it on the positive stuff is going to change your experience and energy immediately. It's kind of like keeping a little gratitude journal about your job. Just shifting your energy to pay more attention and talk more about the good things magnifies good energy in your life. And when you do that, you will also have less time to complain about the shitty things. And you'll start to see that your life isn't quite as shitty as you thought, and it will be easier to be more hopeful about your life. And that's when it's time to start thinking about the next job that you want. Perhaps some of the qualities you like about your current job are things you'd like to keep in the new job. And what another? what is another job that you could do that you'd like? Start talking to people who are doing things that you find of interest. Ask them how they got into it and focus on getting the thing you want. The way I think of this is that going toward something you want is infinitely better than going away from something you don't want. Here's an example from my life. When I first started going to a house of worship as an adult, I went to a denomination and I went there to go towards something. My spiritual life had just opened up from reading Conversations with God by Neil Donald Walsh, which caused me to go from being a lifelong agnostic to believing in God, at least my own conception of God. And it appeared to me that I could explore my spiritual life in this denomination in a way that gave me a wide variety of options to look at, and I wasn't going to be pigeonholed into a specific belief system. So I went towards that denomination because it looked like it had what I wanted. When I got to know people there, I saw that there were tons of people in that denomination who had gotten there because they fled other denominations because of what they hated in their previous denominations. So they came to my new denomination because they were fleeing something they didn't like, and that meant they had a ton of baggage, and they wanted to make sure that the things that they hated from their previous denomination or religion were not present there, where I was like, hey, what's possible here? So I had a much freer experience because I was going towards something as opposed to going away from something. When you shift your focus like this, it means you start to live on purpose. That is, you make decisions about how you want to live your life, and then you start following through on those decisions. But it's impossible to live that way when you're constantly focused on what you don't want, like a shitty job, no romance, an empty bank account. It's like this quote, whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. What that means is if you think you can't do something, you're right. Because if you think you can't do something, you won't even bother trying. But if you think you can do something, then you'll keep trying until you find a way. When you're focused on the shitty stuff, you're essentially saying, this is how it is. I can't do anything else. And you're right because you're spending all your energy on the shitty stuff and putting zero energy toward the good things. So where do you want your energy and your focus and your life to go? On the good things or on the shitty things? 
I was recently reminded by a friend that when I first started recovery, I didn't feel lovable. I almost can't believe that I used to feel that way and that I kind of forgot something so profound because I truly love myself now. And I want that for everybody. If you don't love yourself, there's literally nothing that can make up for that. I created something exclusively for my private clients since many of them don't love themselves. And I've now opened up my private vault to share it with up to 10 people individually. It's called the Self-Love Sprint. You'll grow to love yourself and truly feel worthy so you can stop saying yes when you really want to say no, stop neglecting yourself and putting everyone else first, stop saying all kinds of nasty shit to yourself. That is not what people who love themselves and feel deserving do. You'll stop being afraid that others will think that you're selfish for taking time to care for yourself. This is also for you if you don't really know who you are because you've always been such a fucking chameleon. Go to higherpowercc.com slash love sprint. Remember, I'm only offering 10 of these, so don't wait. If you like this podcast, and I'm guessing you did or you wouldn't still be listening, then you're gonna love the other things I have to offer. If you'd love pre-release podcast scripts and episodes before anyone else gets them, or if you'd love access to content from my private vault that I developed exclusively for my private clients, which is like having a work session with me without me actually being there, go to patreon.com slash higher power coaching. There are three tiers ranging from as low as $4 up to $24 a month. You'll also love my weekly newsletter, Friday Fragments, which has content very similar to the podcast. You can check it out at fridayfragments.news. That's fridayfragments.news. Please like and subscribe to my podcast on your favorite podcast outlet. I'd also love it if you'd leave a review, which you can do either in the show notes or on Apple Podcasts. It really helps other people find my podcast so they can get the benefits you've gotten from listening. If someone came to mind when you listened to this particular episode, please share it with them. And my favorite place to hang out on social media is Instagram. I'm at Higher Power Coaching. Please DM me there. I'd love to hear what you got from this episode. I run group and private coaching programs on building healthy boundaries. Whether you need help with boundaries in your personal, professional, or romantic life, I can help. Head on over to barbchat.net where you can hop onto my calendar for a free 30-minute Better Boundaries consultation. My ideal client is someone who is ripe for change. If that's you, I would love to work with you. My goal with all my work is to help you make lasting changes in your life like I've made deep lasting changes in my life. Remember, it's never too late to recover. No one is beyond hope and healing is possible. Thanks for listening.